Good morning, Bucknutters. Welcome to the Bucknuts Morning 5 here on Wednesday, August 18th, 2021. I am Dave Biddle. I am very happy to be joined by the Buckeye Preacher, the G. Scott Sr., Mr. Scott. It's always a pleasure to have you on the show. You are a fan favorite. It's good to see you and talk to you, my friend. Man, it is good to see you and to be with all of the Buckeyes that listen to this every every time. You guys do a great thing, man. What we're talking about today, man. What are we talking about, brother? Can you believe the opener is two weeks from tomorrow in Minneapolis? How, how great does that sound? If you told me it was a month away, I'd be like, oh, that's two weeks from tomorrow. Buckeye football. Minnesota's no joke. You know, I'm going to go to Minnesota. I will be there Wednesday night. Game's on Thursday. Now, now brother DB, I got an opportunity to go and see the Prince exhibit. Right. You'll see the Prince exhibit before the game. Here's the thing. I love Prince. Prince is cool. But do you really think I'm going to care about Prince during that time? I am not going to be able to do it. I am only I like to date one person and one person only. And that's Buckeye football. I'm in a relationship. I am loyal. I'm faithful. I will be there in 15 days from today. 14 days from tomorrow. Can you feel it? I can feel it. I can feel it. I love it. Now, you were in beautiful Columbus, Ohio this past weekend. Um, Buckeyes had a scrimmage on Saturday. I know you were able to view part of that scrimmage. You know, Give me like maybe a, uh, a position group that has surprised you so far. The parents. <clears throat> That's right. The parents, DB, first let me just say this. The parents were in attendance, and it was so good to meet some of those wonderful people and an explanation into why. Why these Buckeyes are special, what makes them special, I've talked about this before, is character. What makes them special is integrity. These are good kids. They come from good families. These families are beautiful people. I got to spend some time with them, meet some of them. So that was the best position group. Now, since you're talking about football, all right, I'll give you a position group that stood out to me that was my favorite. The Monstars, the offensive line, baby. That's what stands out. That is what right away. Let me tell you, Orlando Pace was in attendance. You understand me? And I saw Orlando Pace standing next to Dewan Jones. Now, let's keep it all the way real. Orlando Pace, Hall of Famer, one of the best to ever do it, to see Dewan Jones and Orlando Pace standing next to each other, I thought, oh my goodness, this offensive line is great. Now, I'm going to tell you guys some stuff, but I need a favor going forward from all of the Buckeyes, including you. We need to start showing more love to the offensive line. Look, the rest of the position groups, you guys talk about them all the time. No, let's talk about this offensive line more, starting with all of those characters that are in that room. I love these guys. The eye test. They're, they're physically impressive. They're tough. 
there together. That was the most impressed group that I was with when as soon as you walk around, Dave, as soon as you come in, that is the first thing you notice. Paris Johnson is playing. He's on. He's inside on the offensive line. He's at guard. <laughs> you what? You, you you basically have an offensive line full of tackles, and they're great. And then you know Harry Miller. Of course, he has an amazing personality. I can just listen. Hey, Harry Miller don't know this yet, but I can listen to Harry Miller all day long. Mm-hmm. That dude is great. But again, man, the offensive line. I'm really impressed with them. I think that they're going to do some amazing things this season. I love it, man. I love it. I'm with you. That uh, This could be one of the better offensive lines we've seen at Ohio State, and that is saying a lot, and hopefully they're just the best offensive line in college football this year, and I think they will be. Um, and that's going to help whoever the quarterback is going to be, and it looks like that's going to be C.J. Stroud. So Ryan Day finally let the cat out of the bag, in my opinion, G. He said that, uh, and I asked him the question, he said, you know, C.J. is the leader right now. He has, there, he has gained separation now, we both know Ryan Day. You, you know him better than I do. Um, I've known him a little longer, but I have no doubt you know him better than I do. Um, translation, in my opinion, C.J. Stroud is the starter. That was Ryan Day's way of saying he's the starter without, you know, why announce it right now? But he basically said mm-hmm. he's the starter. Well, I'll, I'll tell you what stood out to me with the quarterbacks. And I saw all three quarterbacks getting their reps. Jack Miller, uh, I saw, of course, C.J. Stroud out there. And I saw the young freshman out there. It was seeing out here. Let me, let me tell you. Here's what stood out to me. There was no interceptions, baby. Hmm, that's good. I love that. I love that. They're taking care of the football, right? And another thing that I saw and it really stood out to me was this. I believe the quarterbacks, and I'm not just saying this. I believe the quarterbacks in that room, I think they're special, man. I think those quarterbacks are all special. I think what they are doing is phenomenal. I think that seeing them out there, seeing them run the offense and seeing plays and everything, it look, man, this is college football, okay? And it's not like junior football. It's not like some of these other situations where – there is the coach's son. Oh, oh excuse me. Sorry about that. <clears throat> let, me, let, me, let me change that. There's not situations where, okay, which kid can throw it the furthest? Okay, that's the quarterback. No, man, we are a little bit more uh, it's a little more technique. It's more things. And, and I'm quite sure whatever it is, the only person that can see who's the starter is Ryan Day, right? You can be an observer. You could be there in practice, but you don't know what you don't know. You don't know the timing that Ryan Day wants. You don't know what's going on in that room. So from my eye, as being a spectator, I think all the quarterbacks look great. But at the same time, I'm sure Ryan Day is going to make that decision. And who knows? I'm quite sure that there's a reason why Ryan Day hasn't named a quarterback. All we can do is trust it, baby. All we can do is trust They have a quarterback. I didn't say his name. I, I didn't. My bad on that. Kyle McCord. Yeah, 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 yeah. That young, that young man. He's nice, man. He's nice. Kyle McCord, Jack Miller, C.J. Stroud. Look, man, all of these quarterbacks. I think uh, Husky football. Excuse me. Buckeye football is in good hands with those guys. I, I, that's you know the same thing I've heard. Like C.J. Stroud's played really well, but Kyle McCord's played really well which tells you how well C.J. Stroud is playing if he has separation over Kyle McCord, who is playing 
not good, but playing really well. So I, I am just, mm-hmm. and they, they might need both those guys, man. I don't think they're going to need three like we did in 2014. You never know. Um, but I think they're going to need both those guys. I really do. Um, lot to get into before I get you out of here. I do want to ask you a few more questions. I do want to definitely ask you about G Jr. How is G Jr. doing? And I think when a lot of fans think about the move to tight end, I mean, that's the first thing that comes to mind. And he's going to be in there as the flex tight end this year. Um, you know, as a guy coming in as a reserve that can help out as a receiver. And he's more physical than I think probably a lot of people think. Kevin Wilson was telling us, listen, if we sat down and did a bench press contest with the tight ends, G Scott Jr. would win. Don't act like he's some little like, you know, skinny wide receiver moving over here. The kid has some beast in him. Talk about him as a tight end, but also I think he's going to have a big role on special teams because last year as a true freshman, as you know, they were talking about him a lot on special teams. He played on special teams as a true freshman, and there were hardly any games last year. He missed a couple games with COVID. Now with this long season, I think G Jr. is going to be a mainstay on special teams. Talk about that role and, and what you're seeing out of him so far as a flex tight end. I think G. Scott Jr. is in the Buckeye oven. He's in the tight end oven, okay? And it just started. Just the, the, the oven just started. The player, the tight end that he's going to be, I don't think he's close to that. Is he, is he developing? Sure. Is he bigger now? Sure. Is he 229, he told me he was the other day? I mean, yeah, he's, he's getting bigger, right? But to be the player, to be the tight end that he wants to be, that Kevin Wilson wants him to be, He's just in the beginning, baby. He's in the oven right now on 375. You just set it and forget it. You know what I mean? And and that's where we're at right now. He's still got some time to go. He is nowhere near. Let me repeat what I'm going to say. He's nowhere near the tight end that I believe that he's going to be, and he understands that. He understands the book that he's read, carry, you know, chop wood, carry water. That's it. Chop wood, carry water, just it steps to this. And that's all of Buckeye football. You know what I mean? It's always steps to the player that you're going to become. I got an opportunity to talk to uh, Jer- Jeremy Ruckert a little bit. Here's a guy that's been there some years, seasoned vet. I think Cade Stover. I think that young man, I think he is a great kid. That dude is a stud out there, right? I think Joe Royer, I think Mitch Rossi. I love that tight end room. That tight end room is led by Jeremy Ruckert, led by Coach Kevin Wilson. And like I said, specifically, my son, he's nowhere close to where he needs to be. I got to ask you about fans are wondering, what are reasonable expectations for JT Tuimoloau? You might know this better than anybody. We're all making guesses, but I think your educated guess, sir, might be better than anybody's educated guess. Other than Mr. Larry Johnson, who I got a chance to interview yesterday. I love that. Get on Buck Nuts and watch our 13-minute interview with Larry Johnson out there if you haven't already. It's free. It's fantastic. Larry Johnson has just been a godsend. I just love him. So get on there and and read our interview with Larry Johnson. Um, But what are – for people listening to this show, as a true freshman, especially getting here in June, what can be expected of JT Tuimoloau? JT special. He's been special ever since I've known that little kid. He's a big kid now, but he's special. I think that as he gets ready to go through the season, the brotherhood will help him sustain. I think the coaching by Larry Johnson will help him sustain. 
But JT ain't even been in the oven yet, baby. Right. He hasn't even been a little, around Mick that long. <laughs> he hasn't even done from January to June. Can, pause for a minute. Can you imagine what JTT is going to be like after some loving and cooking by Mick? <laughs> Are you kidding me? So here this young man is doing this off of just getting here in June. And I got to tell you, he's special. But the reason what makes him special is he's coachable. You see, a lot of players, college, pro, high school, or just in life, a lot of people believe they know it all. JTT is a young man who will accept the coaching. And is it fair to say he's getting good coaching with Larry Johnson? That is a fair assessment. So how about this? I'm not going to, I'm not going to be a buster. I'll give you my expectations out of JTT, what I believe that he can do. Has nothing to do with the coaches. This is me knowing him personal. I expect JTT to work really hard all season. I expect him to watch extra film all season because that's just the type of kid he is. Will he get a sack this season? Maybe, but I don't, I don't believe that a number of sacks should be put on that young man, right? I don't think an expectation like that should be there, but I will say that he has such an opportunity to learn from some amazing young men in that room. So I think he's going to be good. And I think once he's continuing practice after week after week, iron sharpens iron. Be careful if that dude gets rolling because if he has a little bit of success this year, then come January with Mick, oh, baby, All-American, year three. No doubt about it. If he comes in like with really like no Mick at all, other than what he's getting right now, are you kidding me? After he goes through the real Mick program, right. good night. All right, I'll get you out of here right. on this, my friend. Let's stay on defense. Um, yeah. Because I was concerned about the linebackers, and, and to a lesser degree, which is weird to say because of how bad the pass defense was last year, but as we all know, it's not just the secondary. You can have a bad passing defense that's not just because of the secondary. Secondary is probably going to be a big reason, but not, you know, it could be because you don't have a good pass rush. Linebackers might not be doing their job. We all know that. Um, but just hearing what Ryan Day said at Big Ten Media Days, G, I was thinking he seems optimistic about the DBs. He seems a little concerned about the linebackers. But the more we've got into camp, sounds like they're a little bit more optimistic about the linebackers, specifically Cody Simon, Taraja Mitchell, what they got at the bullet. And they feel like they, if they go three linebackers, they've got enough guys. With Tommy Eichenberg, Gant, Pope, some other guys. Um, how do you feel about the linebackers and the DBs? What are you hearing so far? The same way, the same way you feel about the new stepdaddy or the new stepmama, right? Like it's always a new, right? We don't like change. We are uncomfortable with a different name. So the only reason why there's concern is because we're not used to. Uh, Joel and them and Gus Johnson saying their name. <laughs> At some point, Gus Johnson is gonna say their name, yeah, and when he said barbecue their name, back there, <laughs> you know what I mean. So once Gus Gus Johnson and my man Joel, when they say their name, all the Buckeye Nation gonna say, "Oh, we good, we good." I think. Look, man, it is all 
about culture. The linebacker coach, I love that man. Coach Washington, oh, I, I love him. It's about culture. Last year, the Buckeyes lost a lot of those names, right? A lot of those names that you've heard make plays on Saturday. So the only difference between those greats, and I believe that those linebackers were great, and these is nobody's known their name. Sometimes you got to give an opportunity for stepdaddy to take the kids to Disney World. Give them that opportunity for you to know somebody new. Sometimes the stepmom, she's a nice lady. You just got to get to know her. Same thing with the linebackers. Get them a chance. They going to be good. They're still in Buckeye culture. They still been trained by Mick. They still been in the oven. And what I tell you about the oven, set it and forget it. If you didn't already have a great nickname, I would try and dub you the king of the analogies. My gosh, you're good. But you should have like your own radio show or something. Oh, you do in Seattle, Washington. He has his own radio show, ladies and gentlemen, the G and Ursula show, which is the least surprising thing I'm sure our listeners have ever heard if they didn't already know that, that you have your own radio show. You're tremendous, my yes, friend. Sir. Thank you so much for your time. I appreciate it. He is Mr. G. Scott Sr., the Buckeye Preacher. The king of the analogies. We'll give you that nickname real quick. I, I won't use it again, but uh, I always, it's apt. I always, like, I always like to give Buckeye folks something to go with. And today, set it and forget it. You're the man. Thanks again to Mr. G. Scott Sr. Thank you to all listeners out there for tuning in the show. We appreciate that very much. Hope everyone has a great day. Let's hear that Buckeye swag. Best damn band in the land. Mm-hmm.